Hello, welcome to another edition of The Cheesemies Cancelled. My name is Trace. I'm Leo. And today we are talking about one of my favorite things to talk about, how meta, podcasting. Um, we are going to be breaking down what it's like to be a person of color in the podcast industry and how you could break in as well. In today's episode, we'll talk about how podcasting is the only medium that works to grow people's attention spans. How people won't listen to your podcast just because you have cool guests. And how every person of color should have their own podcast. If you are listening on any other podcast app, that's great. But you could also head over to Spotify where you can watch this video podcast um, in their app. Um, but yeah, this episode's going to be a little bit different because we're just going to be talking about an entire industry. We don't have like a specific piece of media that we're going to talk about. I guess it's this one. This is so meta. But anyway, let's get into podcasting. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Okay, so today's episode, we are just going to talk about what it's like to be a Filipino in the podcast industry because you are talking to probably two of the 10 Filipinos that have podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's more than that. Um, but thankfully, you know, this week at One Down and Kumu, we're doing a lot of. Um, we have a big emphasis on, you know, Filipino and Filipino American podcasters. And I think, you know, if you're listening to this, you must have a little bit of a care about mm -hmm. podcasting. Um, so we can just talk about how we've made this podcast, how we've made this podcast network and how I have turned podcasting into my livelihood. Um, so yeah, Leo, let's start with, actually, this is a good place to start. Leo and I met because I sent a cold email yes. to One Down asking One Down to start a podcast. And tell them the name. The podcast. Actually, I don't want to tell y'all the name because some, actually someone's going to take one it. One day? I want to oh, make it someday. And I you, love that. The idea has kind of changed. Um, you know, I actually think the idea that I pitched um, now makes more sense as a miniseries. But we're not working on that right now. Someday I will make my miniseries that I actually pitched. And, you know, really this podcast kind of evolved and turned into a, the Cheesemies, like an iteration of the Cheesemies. But when we first met, Leo told me, no, I don't want to start a podcast. <laughs> did I? I didn't say it like that. Yes, you did. You said. I think I was like, you know what? It would be better as a video series. No, you said we don't have the bandwidth to start a podcast. Okay, which is true. But then I was like, you don't know how easy it is to start a podcast. Bandwidth? So you thought I was dumb. No, no, no. I just think you didn't know what podcasting was. Which, which no is one true. Does. Which is true. Yeah, which is true. I didn't. But to say that like, sorry, we actually don't have the bandwidth to start a podcast. How about we make a full-on miniseries for Facebook instead? I was like, ooh, we got some education to do about what a podcast is. <laughs> and, and look, and, and see, that's actually a really good point. It's like, we know video so well. And to your point, that's true. Like the the barrier to entry for podcasts is so much lower. Um, and there's so many video creators who are Filipino that actually bring a lot of representation. Um, it would be intriguing to actually see how Filipino podcasters blow up. And this is perhaps like this episode is perhaps going to be a very old archive when like in five years you have all these like famous Filipino podcasters who are really defining the mainstream narrative. So it's, it's it's interesting to consider. There are so many different ways that this could go, but um, you know, along with podcasting being like a new genre where it's like the barrier to entry is low, so is sort of like the rewards. And so I justified being like, well, actually, a podcast wouldn't be that hard. Be um, like coming back at that, like to change your mind about that by being like, well, really, the amount of work that you're signing yourself up for to make a mini series has the potential to reach way more people out the gate. 
um, as opposed to like a podcast that if we were going to make a podcast, like it would be a slow burn. And so like podcasting is a long yes, game. You have to commit to it long term. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, you know what? We'll just, I obviously this is a way bigger lift than making a, like a podcast, but let's go for it because the potential out the gate is like, there'll be bigger returns immediately. Yes. Um, and then I eventually got my way and we started the podcast. It's even more different than the idea I originally pitched. And the original idea that I pitched was I wanted my sister to be the co-host. Yes, which I support. I think that'd be super cool. Lauren did not want to make a podcast with me. Lauren still does not want to make a podcast Ooh. with me. But someday we're going to make that miniseries. But now she has her own podcast with her friend and I have my own podcast. So it's fine. It all worked out. But <laughs> I do want to uh, someday make that miniseries with Lauren. Um, but okay, as someone that is new to podcasting, newer to podcasting than I was, how has your opinion changed of um, podcasting? I think one of the, the biggest thing I, I learned is like how podcasting is habitual as it's like all habit building, which also relates to like community building versus like in my world where I came from is like I can make a viral video, but a viral video is it's a moment in time and it's not lasting. And so to maintain your relevance, you have to think of what is the next viral video versus um, podcasting, as you had said, is like slow burn. It's that long-term commitment. It's that idea that like, even if this episode sucks, you still have next week, you still have the week after, and you're building this relationship with people. And I've, I've mentioned this before, like it freaked me out the first time I was having a conversation with someone and they actually knew parts about me, even though I knew nothing about them. Like they were a complete stranger. And I was like, this is weird um, because they listen to you and they like it's there's that meme of like people of like podcasters all sitting on like a like it's like a picture on a cardboard I box know what you're talking about. and then there's like one person like also <laughs> laughing <laughs> pretending they're there and it's like that's what picture. podcast feels like you feel like you're friends with these people and you spend time with them each week um, and then you realize that they know they don't don't even know you exist yeah and so yeah that is something to get used to yeah um, so like the the relationship aspect of um, building a podcast is so much different from that of the relationship with viewers um, when you're doing a visual medium like video. And I think that for me was a huge game changer. But I think also, I guess the, the positive thing that I would say about this podcast is like, I have never been comfortable like constantly talking um, in front of a camera or like being in front of a camera. I remember I was like, okay with like, a podcast because like okay you don't have to see me like i don't act, i don't actually have to be on camera and then we're like Fuck, we're part of the beta program <laughs> like now you have to see my face um but i i think this has helped me like one improve the way that i um like eloquate or the way i i speak ideas um and i remember at the start of a couple of our episodes i was always stressing on like how do i convey this idea like how do i how do I like um, really make this entertaining? And I remember we would have moments early on where it's like, oh, it was actually a good episode when we just like free float and we didn't prepare so much. So I feel like having to do this every week actually pushes your creativity in a way that I hadn't expected. Where again, my whole experience before is like, I have the ability to detail and produce and prepare so that I have the best end product versus like podcasting it was never about that it really is about the long-term game and how you build that community yeah interesting there's really you know before i started this podcast i worked um 
behind the scenes in podcasting and, you know, being a creator and stepping behind the mic really changed how I work with podcasters mm-hmm. and how I approach this. Um, and really not to be corny, but it straight up has changed the way that I think about things, like the way that I process information, how I communicate in the way that I remember before when I would talk to somebody or when I would try to portray an idea, I remember thinking I have to come across the smartest person they've ever met and I have to give them the best idea that I've ever thought of. And every kind of approach of when I was meeting somebody, podcasting or not, I had this idea that I had to like give it all my all in every meeting because I maybe I won't see them ever again. Like I have to come across my best. And one thing that having a podcast really showed me is to like, you don't have to show all your cards at once. Um, Especially when we were doing our first few episodes, I remember thinking that I have to put out every smart idea I've ever had into this microphone for this episode. And really that stopped when I didn't have anything smart or funny to say for episode two or episode (laughs) three. It's like, yo, chill. Like you, you have to like, you don't need to cram an idea into a conversation just because you had it. There will be another chance for you to talk. Just spread it out. And so really one thing that I have come across is like to not always, you know, if you have a really good concept or a really good idea that like even might seem relevant to this moment, but you can't figure out a way to like how to portray it, your time will come. Mm-hmm. And so don't always feel like you have to prove yourself in every moment. Um, that's sort of like the biggest like life lesson I've heard from having a podcast. Hi there, I'm Coach Laika Maravilla. Whether you're looking for a new opportunity, a new position, or a promotion, I'm here to help you land your dream job. Let me walk you through what you need to do before, during, and after your next job interview in the Get Hired podcast. Listen, learn, and get hired now. In the spirit of the chismes, we would ask ourselves, how would you improve this podcast? <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. If I had a second chance to like completely rebrand the show, mm-hmm. I think I would actually, for real, I would call this podcast The Cheesemies. Oh. I would not call The Cheesemies canceled. canceled. I think people are confused by it. Because now this is like the, if I was to go back and explain this to like my October 2021 self, I would say The Cheesemies as a web series is not going to live, it's not like an always on thing. Okay. Um, but a podcast will be. So branding a podcast as like the spinoff show of something that you don't know will always be making episodes mm. is not set up for like a longevity. And you know what, though, when we started this podcast, it was complimentary to the video series. Like right. we did not expect that this would outlive it. Yeah. And I think we also were expecting to have a new Cheese Me's episode every week, um, which, you know, now it's complete opposite. Well, because the Cheese Me's was like you had said, and like I had also mentioned, your reach extends very fast and very large in a short amount of time. And so having that as some type of funnel to grow your podcast was very lucrative. Um, but as that, opposed to the other way around, it doesn't make sense. Exactly. But it's not necessarily sustainable. And that's not the only way to grow a podcast. Like we've at least throughout these couple of months, we found different ways in which we really engage different pieces of content, whether that be like cross promos, whether that be utilizing our Instagram and social posts or even like TikToks. Um, so it is actually super cool to like see the original intention of the Chismis and the Chismis canceled and see where that left us. So I guess that begs the question, like, is there a possibility to still change the name? Um, I wouldn't change the name now at this point. Like, I think it's too now late I, to change Now I feel bad. No, no, no. I mean, I didn't know either. Um, I think the name is, it is what it is. Um, 
And I I think it'd be worse to change it to the cheese music at this point. Um, but I do think that the way that we frame it, honestly, I think we're probably due for like an art work, yes. artwork redo. I'm working on it. I'm working on and it. We're fra- and we probably can like redo like the the bio mm-hmm. of like how we describe the show because that's kind of changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we should change that. This is me just making a brainstorm of how to of like things I should do. But um, yeah, I think on top of this, I don't know if you're listening, you might not know that we've launched a whole podcast network of Filipino American creators. Um, we've launched Full Court Fresh, a NBA focused podcast. We launched Table Boobs, um, which, you know, talks about feminism from a Filipino perspective. And we are in the process of launching Wave Files, with me and VJ talking about music um, and Black Man Asian Woman, which is the first one down podcast network not hosted by someone Filipino. Um, um, I mean, your sister counts. No, I know, but there's a non Filipino host on one down podcast, one down okay. podcast network yeah, show. Yeah. Um, and I, hmm, in ter- terms of things I would change, I would, um, I would make them, I would launch more. I would launch them faster. And, and, you, and you know, the other thing is, it's like, I don't actually think everything needs to be 100% Filipino. Like, I would actually be intrigued for One Down to take a direction that expands past that. And we've had, like, some instances where, like, we will talk on, like, another community of color story because it it there's, like, a through line mm-hmm. between, like, the Vietnamese community and the Filipino community. Or, of course, we've done a lot of, like, content in solidarity with the Black community. But, you know, there are a lot of universal narratives and even entertainment that I think could touch on a more global audience. Um, and I'd be intrigued to see what that looks like. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know where that takes us, but it's definitely something intriguing to think on. I also want to launch like in terms of like genres of podcasts, I want to launch a, um, you've mentioned that beauty podcast. Yes. Um, with Jess, Jess Ramos, who was the stylist on the cheese. Yeah. Um, I texted her once about it. I'll have to text her again. We'll yeah. do that. Um, what other sort of podcast would you see one to launch? Well, I still think there's like so much potential with true crime, especially because like I am a huge fan of true crime. Um, I think there's so much potential there. Not to say that there isn't already like Filipino true crime stories, but I would love to see like how one down in a sense can support the story with the storytelling aspect and especially how that also like mixes with visual mediums um so that is one that i think would be cool i personally still love um business podcasts Mm. i think one of the things that you've you know said a lot is like it's hard for a show not to just be like the typical one-on-one interview and like what will you get from that you know honestly my biggest piece of advice for a podcast is if you're trying to launch a show you have to come up with a concept that lives without a guest. That is the yes. biggest thing. If you can't do an episode without bringing on someone else that isn't like a recurring person on the show, um, then you don't have a podcast because everyone has guests on shows, right? So like having being a guest-centered show isn't unique. Um, and what you know, if you bring on a guest, maybe if they have fans or if they have like an audience that will come listen to your show, that's great. But they won't listen to the next episode. And so my biggest piece of advice is come up with, they stay for the concept. Mm -hmm. They don't stay for the guest. They come for the guest, stay for the concept. So your concept has to be rock solid and you have to be able to find something that you will never be able to stop talking about. 
Yes. And, you know, I agree with that before you had told me that, like, I, I wouldn't have understood that. But every time I meet someone who, like, potentially has a public profile, I'll actually go to a podcast episode because usually those podcast episodes with people have a very thorough, like, interview on who they are. And I never watch, like, any other episode. Like, I just go with what I what I need and I leave. Unless you love the host. Unless the host is so fascinating or the subject is so great that you want to hear someone else talk about the exact same thing. But you're going to go, you're going to be hooked by the the person. Yes. And but I, you would not check it out if the concept sucks. Yeah. If the concept is literally just someone talking, then you don't care to check out another episode. You know, a really good example of this is Nicole Byers' Why Won't You Date Me? Do you know that show? No, but I should check it out. So the concept is she has people on her show and she literally asks them, why won't you date me? Like, I'm single, you're single, why aren't we dating? And it's so funny and you learn so much for the person. Obviously, you click on that episode and you listen to it because of the person she's asking, right? Like, let's say you're trying to figure out more, learn more about the person she's talking to. But that concept is so funny that, like, you're going to go listen to another episode. Like, Nicole So she also learns about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's straight up, it's an interview podcast. It's the same thing. Oh, but the concept is there. Why won't you date me? And they talk about relationships. They talk about, like, what they look for in relationships. And so... If you go into it for a person, like yeah. that concept is just like hooks you that you will listen to Nicole Byer talk about it with somebody else. See, that is so valuable because like even in the video space, thinking of formats and thinking of concepts, like here, here's the thing, like from the, from the like Facebook virality perspective, even, even like our one down episodes of represented, we had this series called represented where we would just ask interview questions to people those videos tanked like there's there's a couple examples that hit um over five hundred thousand views everything else tanked and it's the same concept where it's like you just ask people questions but when we actually switched it to tabo takes where instead of asking them questions we actually understood their expertise and who they are through having them read hot takes about the filipino community and those videos did amazing. But it's like pretty much framed the same way, yes. right? And like, it's just like the concept of it drove the story forward versus like just an interview. I would listen to someone read shitty takes. Yes. I would not listen to someone just Answer talk. questions about themselves. Yeah, unless you care about that person, <laughs> yes. right? But like, who's going to be like, wow, represented? That one represented episode was so good. I want to see other people represented. Which yeah. is like, in theory, you got to be really into Filipino culture. Yes, yes, but then we also need people that weren't Filipino. So like, you just have to, the concept needs to be... The driver. The driver, yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great advice. Should we do more like yeah, pieces of I, advice of how to start a podcast? That's cool. I mean, because, sorry. So one thing that you're saying is like, it can't just be the guest. You have to have the concept. But another thing that you were also mentioning, and again, like throughout this entire journey, I've learned a lot from Trace. And I think it's helped me like inform how I approach creativity because a lot of these things can be taken into the video space, um, but also into any medium that is creative in nature. And I think like the development of the personality of the hosts, like you yourself also must be that thing that makes people return oh yeah you know like it's the concept is is one thing but the concept doesn't work unless the host is an embodiment of that concept as entertaining you have to be you know someone interesting right like you have to unless the concept doesn't involve the host which is like also that that happens you know like, like there, what? there are full episodes where like the host is just used as like a um narrator of a story yeah yeah yeah, and they're not actually part of it you know an example of this is one of my first podcasts i ever was a guest on is called um rock the boat which talks about um asians in different um 
fields that aren't, you know, typical mm -hmm. and how they're rocking the boat of their industry. Um, I did my entire interview. And when you go back to listen to it, the questions that the interviewer asked me are not part of the conversation. She just lets me talk and she cut herself out. And the only times that the host jumps back in is to narrate my story mm -hmm. is to be like, and then he talked about this. And then Trace moved from Chicago to LA and then he went to college. I talk about college and you know, they like, they just moved, uh, it moved the story along. Um, and like in that case, she's very much not part of the podcast. She is in the terms of like she edited it and she made it happen, but you don't return for her. You return for hearing people rock the boat. Yeah. So sorry, one one thing going off of that. A lot of times in video, people try to include a host. Yeah. And they'll like it'll be an interview series and they'll put themselves inside. And I remember one of the early things that I did when One Down was still starting is I cut out the host and I just kept it succinct on the guests and our views actually like blew up because the focus was just on the actual narrative and the story and not like the host who was ushering those questions. Uh, the way we talk about it in One Down is like cut the fluff. Mm. Like the fluff is anything that could be implied without someone having to say it. And most times interview questions can be applied, implied, without the host having to ask it um, because the context clues are within the answer of the interviewee. And so that is just like another example of how like video translates well from like these podcast learnings. And I think, you know, we talked about this before where um, the attention span for someone that's listening to a podcast is a lot longer than someone that watches mm -hmm. a video. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you don't have that same ability to imply things visually. Um, but at the same time, you know, the lines are blurring between, you know, what is a podcast or what is a talk show? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, with Spotify now integrating video podcasts, you know, there are a lot of quote, quote podcasts, which are just longer form videos going up on YouTube. And I think that mm. the idea of what a podcast really is, is changing in the sense that like, can you hold someone's attention longer? Um, that's all a podcast is now. Um Spotify could cancel me for that, but... Um. Well, I think every media is how do we hold people as long as possible? That's the, that's the whole point of an algorithm. It's solving for keeping you on a platform. Yes, except TikTok doesn't try to hold you for longer than a minute. You know, like they're not trying, they're not they even are, in this, they're they not are, in the space of trying to hold you up for 10 are, minutes. Because, but here's the strategy. It's so... Per video, they're not trying to hold you for longer than a minute. But in the overall scheme, you'll open up TikTok and be there for three hours because you just watched 500 videos in a row. Right. So, yeah. Still, but in terms is. of like a creator economy, in terms of like someone that's making things and like um, what's more lucrative from a person that makes content, podcasting is where you want to be because you could single handedly hold someone for those for 30 minutes for, yeah and as opposed to how relevant. many podcasters does it take or sorry how many tiktokers does it take to hold you in the app for 30 minutes okay yes thousands that is true. That is true. and one person with the microphone can hold you for that same amount of time so from like an individual creator everyone should have a podcast yeah. which is terrible because there are too many white men that have podcasts and there's too many just straight white men out there that get a think that they have something important to say um but from uh, a creator yeah, perspective it's like, this is where you, you know, build content and make it monetizable and more sustainable long-term. If you're a person of color, you should have a podcast. This is Boy Abunda. On this special limited news season, 
eight actresses, award winners, artists. Isa Calzado, Eugene Domingo, Janine Gutierrez, Dimples Romana, Julia Pareto, Sunshine Dizon, Angelica Panganiban, and Sherry Hill. Eight women, one question. Who are you when no one's watching? Subscribe and catch my podcast's new episode every Thursday. So, at the end of every episode, we do a little medienda, a little media snack, something that we have been watching and or listening to that we think you should also check out. Um, in podcast, you know, true to form for this episode, my medienda this week will be a show called Quitters, hosted by Julie Bowen, who is the mom in Modern Family. Um, and her concept, which is also great, is she talks to people about a time in their life that they quit. They quit something and why quitting is actually great and why you should do it more often. Um, they have some really interesting guests and I hear it's coming back for season two. So um, you should definitely check out season two of actually go binge season one, but um, check out all the new episodes of Quitters. Nice. What is your media? My media is Hustle Share, which is the podcast by Ron Vietiang, who is the CEO of Podcast Network Asia. I remember when I was still in talks with Kumu, where I currently work, um, I was like, I need to learn everything about Kumu in order to succeed. And I owe it a lot to podcasts that told me every part of the Kumu story through multiple entrepreneurs and people involved. And so Ron, not only just with, with Kumu, but has, you know, interviewed so many founders and CEOs um, of multiple Philippine um, companies, not just media. And I've listened to so many episodes understanding the landscape. Um, and of course, like we now work with Ron and, and Pod Machine and PNA has been, you know, really integral to our growth. So I would be remiss not to mention um, Hustle Share, which is a podcast that I've listened to a lot. We should also shout out Pod Machine here. Pod Machine. You know, if we talk a lot about how podcasting has a really low barrier to entry, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. what the one thing you do need, especially when editing episodes, is time, mm -hmm. which, you know, not a lot of people have. Um, and so editing episodes can be very time consuming, even if you um, know what you're doing. It just takes a long time to edit your episode down into something that people want to listen to. Like the ideal episode length for something is like 20 minutes long. And so unless you're like really good at being succinct with what you do for those 20 minutes, editing is tough. And um, Pod Machine really, not to be like a hashtag ad right now, but Pod Machine really makes it obtainable for like a pretty reasonable price yeah. in terms of they will edit your episode down to the length that you want. Um, and so if you have any desire to start a podcast and you're more long winded than you think you are, you don't know how to edit your episodes or mix your episodes. Pod machine is a hundred percent worth it. And use the code. Cheese yeah, yeah. Use, the, use the code cheese because you'll get a free credit. And again, this was not, this, this was, was not, not an sponsor. ad, this yeah. was not an ad. Um, but we actually do use pod machine. So you can go to podmachine.com if you're interested and use promo code cheese because you'll get a free credit and you can try it. Straight up was not meant. To I, and I think at the end, the end of the day, what we want to see is just like more people of color, more Filipinos actually enter into the space and take up space. And so if this is the way in which we continue to grow and hear more stories, like we're all the more for it. Nice. 
Amazing. Well, that's it for this week. This was really fun talking about podcasting. I didn't know if this episode was going to be interesting, but I think it was good. I think we always enter into episodes where like, we don't know what we're talking about. And then it's like, okay, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, if you want to hear more of us talking about other things besides podcasts on this podcast, make sure to subscribe to this everywhere you get your podcasts. But if you listen on Spotify, you can watch these episodes happen as we stream them on Kumu, which happen every single Monday evening. Yeah, that's it. Until next time, I'm Trace Gaynor. And I'm Leo Bear. See ya. Bye-bye.